welcome to the 127th episode of The Week with Roger, a conversation between analysts about all things telecom, media, and technology from Recon Analytics. I'm Don Kellogg, and with me as always is Roger Entner. How you doing, Roger? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. So, Roger, we have a couple of topics today. First up, Neville Ray, president of technology at T-Mobile, is retiring after 23 years. I know you and Neville go back quite a while. Can you tell us a little bit about Neville and give us a kind of view in, into the impact he's had on the industry? Neville is one of the, the best technology executives that the you know the mobile industry in the U.S. has has seen. You know, he started at T-Mobile in in two thousand. Well, he, he actually started at VoiceStream, right? A VoiceStream, right? Right, T-Mobile. You know, at the gentle age of of like thirty seven, he became he started being the CTO there, right? Which is quite quite something. He has been at the helm there and led the network organization for for over twenty three years. In the beginning, he he certainly had a tough time, right? T Mobile was spectrum constrained, budget constrained, and I'm sure those weren't fun days, right? But he was instrumental in the integration of Metro PCS, one of the best mergers that I've ever seen. And then he he also led the technical integration after T-Mobile bought Sprint. He has really, really taken the T-Mobile network to unprecedented heights. In the beginning of his tenure, T-Mobile was a technological follower. Under his leadership, it became a technological leader. It, it was frequently the first carrier to introduce new technologies. Volte is, is, is like only one of the, 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 the things that he introduced like in 2014, where you know, his focus and his leadership really permeates the T-Mobile network. You know, he pioneered the layer cake approach of combining low band, mid band and millimeter wave. And you can't speak highly of it. And at the same time, he did so much for the industry at large. He is T-Mobile's board representative at, at CTIA and he is the chairman of 5G Americas. And he really cares not only about T-Mobile, and of course he cares greatly about T-Mobile, but he also cares about the industry at large. And he'll be sorely missed both at the industry at large and and as the leader of T-Mobile's network organization. Usually I'm pretty tough on on things, but you know I can't speak highly enough of Neville. Who's who's going to be taking over? And those are big shoes to fill. Who's going to be taking over and from a network perspective at T-Mobile? Yeah, Ulf Ewaldsen is taking over. He's currently the, the chief network officer, and he came to T-Mobile four years ago from Ericsson as the EVP of technology integration, I think it was. He comes from Ericsson, knows the, the networks really well, but you know when you have a titan like like never leave its large shoes to fill. But I think the timing is very interesting and, and tells us quite a few things, right? We're here in, in mid-February, and he's planning to retire by fall 2023. To me, that says T-Mobile will 
will will declare we have full network coverage with 2.5 and our rollout of 5G is is basically complete. And then Neville will do his deserved victory lap and high five everybody in in the building. So that's huge. And T-Mobile promised by the end of the year. So we know that by the fall, they will have that that done. Because Neville will not leave the building with a job undone. That's not just not him, right? And the other thing is like how much T-Mobile is stressing that this is a planned, long, in-the-works transition. And so it's very similar to Mike Seward's ascension to being the CEO with the transition from John Ledger. It shows continuity planning. It shows succession planning, which is something that a lot of American companies really struggle with. And so here, with with announcing it now, they are signaling that, you know, they got a plan and that they're not being surprised by, by Neville being at the helm for 23 years and not planning to be at the helm for 40, for another 23 years, right? We all get older and, and we have to plan of what comes. I think one of the biggest responsibilities of any executive is succession planning. And that's what they're doing here. Well, I remember my, uh, my first job in wireless uh, was doing mobile drive test measurement. And I remember sending off reports to Neville over at T-Mobile on a regular basis. So He's definitely, you know, somebody I have fond memories of as well and well-deserved accolades in terms of, you know, all he's done across 3G, 4G, and 5G generations of, of the T-Mobile and the Voice Stream networks. And he's just a, a wonderful human being. So, Roger, the other thing I think we want to talk about this week is, you know, we've talked a lot recently about the success of Spectrum's Spectrum One plan. It's a $50 mobile plus broadband package that was launched earlier this year. As is often said, imitation is the most sincere form of flattery. It looks like somebody else is rolling out a very similar plan. Can you tell us about it? Well, shocking surprise, Comcast is (laughs) taking a page out of Charter's playbook and is not only giving the $50 unlimited wireless and internet, for 12 months, but no, for 24 months. Although for new customers only, right? That's the, that's the other differentiation. That's what matters, right? Right. Because it's a customer acquisition engine. It's almost like that they listened to Hans's talk about uh, Welcome Unlimited and being more competitive on the entry level. And then they come back with that, right? It's a heck of a deal. What's interesting is, you know, what we saw in Q4 with Comcast and Charter is that, you know, typically they've come in, come in with relatively similar net ad numbers and the Spectrum One offer... Just blew it out of the water. Blew it out of the water, right? So it's a difference of 300,000 additional net ads for Spectrum relative to Comcast. And I think, you know, Comcast wants to get a piece of that pie, right? Yeah, absolutely. And we saw this coming because we're, every time a new offer comes out, we're testing it against every other offer that's in the market. And the, the lift that Spectrum One provided in terms of the appeal of their bundle was eye-popping. And, and so we'll see if Comcast will have the same execution as Charter has. 
when they have such a similar or even a sweeter sweeter offer than than the Spectrum One offer. You know, it will be very interesting to see like this this benchmarking in the wild of you know very similar offers one after the other. What's the impact, right? It comes down to execution. Yep, and and primarily non-overlapping footprints, right? So the folks that are in in the Comcast footprint are by definition almost not not in the Spectrum footprint, right? So so it's not a question of of a deal getting kind of worn out. You know, this is a net new population of people that now have this deal available to them, and as we've seen from Spectrum's success with this offer, we expect it'll be quite popular with Xfinity folks as well. I do think this is um, probably bad news for Verizon as far as that's concerned, because I know, you know, a lot of the times when we look at folks that are getting Spectrum or Xfinity service, they talk about how they're on, you know, the Verizon network. They like the Verizon network quite a bit, but it's, they don't, they may not necessarily like the price, right? So this gives lower price options for a greater proportion of people, right? Yeah. And what was also interesting is the other players in the market, largely shrugged when Spectrum came out with Spectrum 1 and ignored it, in a way, at their own peril, right? So the question is, will they now also ignore the Comcast offer, which is active in about 40% of the U.S., right? We'll definitely keep an eye on it. I think, you know, we're both pretty bullish on it from where we sit now, but we'll, we'll wait to see what the numbers say. Yeah, and we'll see how, how others will respond to it because they didn't respond really in a big way to Spectrum 1. We'll see what happens now, right? All right. Thanks, Roger. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you. Thank you.